Hello, all you lovely people in internet land. I am Andrew A.C. Yoshimura, and this is Game Life Balance Gaiden. Gaiden, of course, Japanese for side story. And I come to you today with the family computer, Famicom Classic Mini. Uh, I'm over in Japan at the moment. This is going to be a very loose episode. What you just heard was actually about half an hour in the making was uh, me trying to get our theme song by Me and My Shadow, the, uh, the theme to Game Life Balance Australia. Uh, at the start of the show, I actually have, I'm recording on my phone uh, and I have a really good copy of that on my phone. So I couldn't play it to my phone, at least not in any conceivable way that would actually work. So what I did was I loaded up an old episode where we played the full thing, the full theme, at the end of one of our shows. I downloaded that episode, queued it up, then pressed play, and that is how we got the theme there. Even though, you know, I don't necessarily have to have the uh, the theme for a Gaiden episode, uh, I just really like the theme. So uh, hopefully it didn't sound too tinny or it wasn't too overbearing or it didn't uh, distort too much. Uh, but basically, I am over in Japan at the moment. As I said, this is going to be a very, very, very loose episode. Uh, because basically, um, I am recording this on my phone, as I said. So there'll be some rambling. I've got a beer in front of me. And I got the Family Computer. Or sorry, the Nintendo Classic Mini Family Computer. Or the Famicom Mini, basically. So this is basically like the NES Classic Mini that everyone is pulling their hair out trying to get uh, in the Western world. It's similarly hard to get in Japan, but not quite as bad. There are stores who are selling copies of this system for much higher than they're worth. Uh, so it retails for about 6,000 yen. And there are people out there, there are disreputable companies selling it for about uh, 10,000 yen, um, which is, you know, give or take $100 or $110, 120 um, But basically, I did manage to get mine. It was only about 400 yen, about four bucks more expensive. So I'm uh, pretty happy with this, actually. Uh, since I'm a Famicom collector, I thought I would basically uh, just get this and go through some of the games here. I probably shouldn't go through all of them. Uh, I'm sitting right in front of my computer. I've got no idea how this is going to sound. Uh, I tried to record in stereo as a test record and it did not work. It distorted everything. So hopefully this will be okay. My um, Basically, you'll hear me picking things up, putting things down. You'll hear the controller a lot uh, of me mashing buttons and me just basically talking. So hopefully this will be entertaining. This is not a numbered edition of Game Life Balance Australia. It's not even Game Life Balance Australia at all. It's Game Life Gaiden. So we have 30 games. Now, a lot of them are similar to the NES Classic, but there are obviously going to be some, some differences in here. So I might go through some of the games now and I'll just kind of talk about it. Uh, first of all, the packaging is great. 
it is certainly in the the style of the original Famicom packaging. Uh, it of course does have all the things that say um, that it is the mini uh, and that it comes with thirty titles, but it's definitely got the look and indeed the feel of of the original. Now, of course, um, the good thing is it is. Uh, well, I should say the bad thing is that it's smaller. It's very cute. I love it. it. It is certainly a display piece. But the problem is that the controllers are also miniaturized. They are tiny. Uh, too big for my Gaijin hands. Too, uh, sorry, the controllers are too small for my Gaijin hands. I'm not going to start over. Um, but it is playable still. You know, it, it's smaller than the width of a Game Boy. But, uh, and, of course, a lot thinner. But they have captured the look marvellously. Um, now, it does come with two controllers. That is the good thing. From what I can see of the second controller, there is no actual microphone there. In fact, I'm pretty, I'm like, 99% sure that there is no microphone function because it's, it's blank and that there's no volume controller there. Which is a bit of a shame, and for... One of the, or a few of the enemies in Zelda, I do believe uh, that you actually need to shout um, into the into the second controller to kill some of the enemies, some of the uh, rabbit-looking things, Vox Voices or Vox Pox or something like that. I can't remember off, off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, I love the style. The controllers are small. It does not come with an AC adapter. Um, but if you think about the fact that you can plug the USB cable, which it does come with, into the USB port of a television, that will provide the power because it's 5 volts. So in that aspect, you don't really need one. I think um, the NES Classic Edition does come one, but doesn't come with a second controller. Now, the controller leads are incredibly short, just like they are on the original Famicom. But you know what? These are not miniaturized in length. I reckon they are about as long as the original ones are, which I kind of find good because you still, like, the original ones were not long. And of course, these aren't long either, but they're just long enough that you can have it on the ground. Um, and you can pick it up, only just. Basically, there are only two buttons. Uh, the eject button on the unit does not work. Uh, the on button, of course, turns the system on and the reset button will bring you back to the main menu. And that's where you can have uh, save states. Uh, four save slots for every game, I do believe. But some of them actually save um, within the game themselves because they are Famicom Disk System games. Now, there is a little part of me which kind of wants... kind of wanted the Famicom... <laughs> Uh, since it does have Disk System games, the Famicom Mini Classic, to come with the um, Disk System peripheral underneath and have the RAM adapter on top, because that is kind of how I always picture the Famicom in my mind, I suppose. But, you know, I understand why they didn't do it. Um, there's no real point, uh, because it's, it's basically... There's space to spare in this tiny, tiny console. It's basically just a chip with an emulator on it. You can't add stuff to it, at least not easily. So let's switch it on, see what we've got. Just check, uh, as I said, I'm gonna be, um, there we go. It remembers where you were last up to, and I'll just take us off mute. 
got very jaunty 8-bit music, which I kind of like. Um, very much in the style. I don't recognize it as a tune from a game. So what we'll do is we'll go in alphabetical, or Japanese alphabetical order, I suppose. Um, just basically the start of the list. Just have a nip of courage. Um, oddly enough, I'm actually drinking out of a Mario glass, which is very cute. And I have a Splatoon glass of water. The glass is from Splatoon. The water is not, I bloody well hope. It's not multicolored anyway. So I'll just, I'll play some of these games. I probably shouldn't play all of them. Um, who, I don't know if anyone's actually even going to listen to this, but I just thought I would add some content up. And I did say I would do a Garden episode. I did want to, but this is actually the first opportunity I've had because my wife and my baby are out today uh, or out tonight, overnight. They are at um, my mother-in-law's place at, at the farm, as we like to call it, because it is a farm. And she's going to be there overnight. So I'm just having a couple of drinks and playing some games. So first we have Ice Climber. Um, ice A-I-S, I suppose, if you pronounce it kind of phonetically in the Japanese language, Ice Climber. Um, let's go to Mountain 2, I suppose. I don't really like Ice Climber that much. I think it was fine for its time, but it just doesn't have that classic stayability that a lot of other games do. I can kind of see why they wanted to include it on the list. Probably, like, so they didn't have to uh, pay uh, other, th other third parties for some of the other classic games. But, you know, some people do um, remember this game fondly. I just died. The controls are what I like to call pre-Mario. Um, I can certainly see why it's a black box game. Um, and it's kind of uh, very arcadey. I don't know if there is an, uh, an Ice Climbers Versus. Oh, I'm up to the bonus stage. Oh no, I'm running out of time to get all the eggplants. There's uh, a weird obsession with eggplants. And I died. There you go. So let's go back to the menu. Uh, Dracula. So this is actually Castlevania. Uh, Akuma. Shoucho. Dracula. Something like that. Castle. I can't remember. I can't read kanji. I can, I can only read a bit of kanji, actually. But I've got... Uh, up to the second level and I've got a save state here so I don't have to input my name because the original um, Castlevania version in Japan is a Famicom disk system which means you can save now this is an action game I am feeling no latency between the system and the um, and the controller uh, sorry the television I should say so I'm trying to play these games and talk at the same time it doesn't always serve me well especially when I'm by myself but yeah it, it feels good it feels exactly like Castlevania it is pixely but honestly like what do you expect it's meant to be pixely and I died alright so let's go back now the next one's a little bit uh, I don't want to say controversial but it's not 
Some people thought that it wasn't the wisest choice. It's the Atlantis game, Atlantis or something or other, Adventure or something along those lines. It's a Sunsoft game, but it's an early Sunsoft game. We're talking 86 here. Uh, first zone. It's kind of a platformer. Once again, like the birds drop shit on you, literally. Um, you've got a timer that counts down. You have like a this stupid little um, attack, which kind of like an arcing firebomb. It's kind of better to dodge enemies. Um, like second zone, that's it. It has it has all the hallmarks of a very early Famicom game, like uh, the controls. They're post-Mario, but they didn't seem to learn anything from Mario. Uh, it, the soundtrack is very, very Famicom. You kind of look like Indiana Jones wearing a, um, a raincoat rather than a trench coat or like leather jacket or something. And you can only throw one firebomb at a time. So, like, why this is on here, maybe because it was cheap to license from Sunsoft or what, you know, whoever owns Sunsoft now. I don't think they're active as a company but yeah it's it's not a great addition to this so let's exit out all right iya aru kung fu iya aru all right kung fu game number one it's a konami game but it is 85 so it's a one-on-one -on -one fighting game i think i have this uh on cartridge it's actually very hard to control. Uh, it's like two kind of uh, skin-coloured blobs. You press up to jump. There's kick and punch using A and B buttons. Uh, uh, I am Lee. I'm versing Wang. <laughs> Wang. But it's like I can understand kind of why why um, they included this as a classic. I guess I just lost. Because people might have very fond memories of this. And you've got to remember that the... Um, exiting out. But the Famicom was around since 83. Now, a lot of first-party... Uh, sorry, third-party titles didn't really come to the system until... Kind of 84, 85. Uh, with the first lot being mostly ports of Nintendo arcade games. Alright, uh, Excite Bike. Oh, am I really going to do all of these? Uh, you know what? I have not tried to do the make a track. There you go. It controls fine, as well as Excite Bike does. Um, Excite Bike is a classic for many people. I never really played it back in the day, so I don't have any really fond memories for it. I respect it for what it is. But that's enough of that. I think you might be able to save your tracks in this version. I don't know. Because on the Japanese version, you could. If you had the data recorder. So you probably can't in this case, actually. But you can, I suppose, do a save state for it. I do actually have the data recorder. But I've never tried to do it before. Alright. Uh, ooh, next one. Classic Namco game. Uh, Galaga. I think this is a 
this came to the system in 85, very much when Nintendo were pushing it as an arcade uh, in the home system, and it evolved way beyond that. Um, but, you know, in the early days, that's what people wanted. And it really was a family computer, like, you know, it wasn't just for kids. I, a lot of Japanese people, fathers, mothers, sisters, brothers, daughters, whatever you want to, you know, all members of the family would like to sit down and play certain games. Like, golf was very popular, there are lots of golf games, Mahjong is very popular. Uh... On Japan, sports titles like baseball are very popular. So you really got to remember that um, there were many applications for the game, uh, for the for the system. Uh, I'm just kind of blabbering now, but being an arcade in the home was certainly at the foremost. All right, Gallagher controls fine. It looks good, pixely, but once again, what you expect. Okay, another favorite, Gradius, Gradius. Uh, I actually got a a, a, um, a boxed copy for the Famicom the other day. Uh, now this needs to be um, very low latency, very good controls because uh, it is a, a fast and furious and incredibly precise game actually. It's actually quite difficult, uh, especially as you go on. But it is fun, it's very accessible, it's a very accessible title. Once again, I can see why they included this on, on the list. It, it controls fight. It feels a little slow, but to be honest, I think the original Gradius is a little slow from memory. Just exit out of there. Uh, Super C, uh, Contra Super C. Now, it has a different name in Japanese. Uh, Super Contra. But, uh, people say, why didn't you get the original Contra? Probably because it was... A lot cheaper to get this version of it perhaps there might be rights issues in some of these things as well it's important to note that um, this is not a bad version a bad contra game certainly uh, I really like contra but I'm not good at it I just died there is a good example of that uh, okay the classic I'll just take a sip out of my Mario mug. We are not sponsored by Mario or Nintendo in any way. Nor will we ever be. This is kind of the ultimate test because everyone knows the feel of Mario. Everyone knows how it is supposed to be. It looks good. Um, all these games are going to look 8-bit pixely, but it, you know, it just doesn't matter. It's Mario, it feels good. The controller is the problem here because it's a little bit too small for a lot of the precise movements you need to make in this game. Uh, I'll just finish the first level here. There we go. Done. Uh, Super Mario Bros. 3. Now, on the NES Classic, Super Mario Bros. 2 would happen. Uh, next, but Super Mario Bros. 2, or Lost Levels, is not on this. Instead, what we call 2, which was Doki Doki Panic, later retitled as Super Mario USA, alphabetically, 
so to speak. In the Japanese language, su, um, kakikukeko, kakikukeko, um, satsisu seso, satsisu seso, satsisu seso, yeah, anyway. Enough Japanese from me. Uh, Super Mario Bros. 3 is next. Uh, 1988 it was originally released so it was like a, a year or maybe even two years before it was released in uh, in the West uh, it came out pretty quickly and it's a great game but it's not one of my favorite Mario games very controversially I caught a bit of flack about that but I've completed this game top to bottom every level and it's great but I don't know, there's just, it just feels so in-betweeny between Mario, the original, Super Mario Brothers and uh, Mario World. Like, this introduced a lot of concepts, but Mario World just nailed it so hard. Uh, pun probably not intended. So yeah, once again, uh, everything feels fine. There is a little weird kind of draw distance issue where everything is kind of green when it pops on screen, but... You know, that really doesn't matter. Alright, next game, Super Mario USA. Um, Super Mario Brothers 2 in the West. Originally Doki Doki Panic. I have completed Doki Doki Panic in its entirety. Uh, what I really like about this game is the princess is a playable character and she floats and people... Uh, kind of use that... Uh, the developers kind of used that in uh, subsequent games where she is playable, for the most part, not all parts. In Super Princess Peach, which is a great game, I think they didn't use that mechanic, unfortunately, but I can't remember. Feels fine. I uh, actually prefer Doki Doki Panic. Right, we actually have The Legend of Zelda. Or Zelda no whatever legend is in Japanese. Okay, that is the sound of the Famicom Disk System. Uh, Zelda didn't become super well known in Japan until a little bit later on because it was only available on the Disk System at first and not everyone had the Disk System. Uh, it actually says the Hyrule Fantasy. I think it might say that in the, other, in the Western version as well, but I can't remember. It actually has a loading screen here. It actually says, I am loading now. Uh, so I have to actually literally enter my name. Uh, A. It's all in... There's katakana here. That is a horrible noise. I'm just going to call myself up. Uh, and it says it's loading. It's very cute, but loading probably only needs to pop up there for like a second. Uh, as someone who actually owns several working Famicom disk systems, or I should say several repaired working Famicom disk systems, I don't know if the originals work anymore because of the band melted that uh, pushes the drive. Alright. Once again, the loading screen just doesn't, it needs to flash to black. I can see why they put it in there for authenticity's sake, but it doesn't. There we go. That'll do. Uh, next is not Legend of Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link. That comes later on. Uh, next is Solomon uh, no Kagi. I think Solomon's Key. Uh, I 
I think a lot of people... I don't think this is in the NES version. Uh, I can't remember. I really should have done my research. <laughs> Right now, I've opened the, the first Solomon's. Solomon's key thing here. The basic premise of the game is that you can create blocks kind of um, one at a time. It's not a bad game, but I don't know. It's a puzzle game. Not really my thing. I have the original card as well. Um, River City Ransom, I think this is. A lot of people have very fond memories of this beat em up by Tech uh, Technos. You can choose between four characters, and there's the CPU characters. I'm not sure this is. I can't remember what this is, actually. But I... Certainly don't have... You gotta... Like, there's punch and kick. And it's kind of a race. And you have to push both buttons at once. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a funny game. You know, you rush through people's houses and stuff like that. Uh, it's certainly... Uh, it's In Japanese, it's kind of... It's called Downtown. It's part of the name, anyway. I'm kind of showing a bit of ignorance here. Here we go. Once again, uh, th this is the sequel, Downtown 2. I think this is the River City Ransom game and the other one wasn't. I can't, honestly don't know. Someone's going to correct me on this and I'm going to go, yeah, of course. Just probably had too many beers to remember. Uh, I'm a Famicom collector as well. I've come across this game, but I've never really been that interested in it. Um, you basically have to push both buttons to jump and there are lots of different moves you can make and stuff like that it's kind of got that chibi look to it uh let's play something i'm a little bit more familiar with next which is i think we're a bit i think we're halfway through now uh yeah i am doing every game sorry if you're still listening well done double dragon 2 the revenge now Oh, 19XX. I hate that year. This is just the exposition. So, in the arcade, of course, they fucking kill your girlfriend. Um, so, I guess the revenge is actually on their part. Because of what you did to them last time? And No. No, you're the one getting revenge. Uh, I actually quite like this game... 
but you need to master the controls and there are different abilities and moves and stuff like that it is a fun game and there are certainly i think they did the right thing by choosing the sequel here that's for sure all right uh next game is uh two body uh sumo wrestling two body sorry not two 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 potty two party two party okay should have done this with my glasses uh, I actually quite enjoy this game. Uh, it's very incredibly Japanese. There's a whole bunch of kanji at the start. And then, like, you're facing a, a big sumo uh, black guy, pretty much, first off, which I, I find really cool. And your judge is like a... Um, it's basically... It's a sumo game. And not a bad one, because I quite like watching sumo. I've been to the big arenas and I watched it. You're meant to try and force each other out of the ring. Um, and you've got, kind of got a stamina, health meter down the bottom. Oh, I'm so, so close here to winning. Yes, I got him. That is the sound of everyone applauding. I really like this game. I think it's a solid inclusion. Uh, and I can see why a lot of people would remember it fondly. Basically, a fighting game of very early version. Uh, next is Dr. Mario. Now, the funny story behind this game is that my wife has been playing this almost literally nonstop since I got this console. I have not been able to play a lot of these games properly because she has been playing this. She has almost beaten it on high level, full fast mode. She is, loves puzzle games that much, and especially this game. I, however, am not that good. This is a two-player game which we have played together, and I lose every time. Uh, next we have Donkey Kong, a, a must-have inclusion. It is not the arcade, which means it's missing a level. It is the Famicom version. But of course, it should be, I think. I do love this game. I will always love this game. The only time I did not love this game was the NES Remix, when you played as Link. And uh, you literally could not jump, so it made the, the levels a hell of a lot harder. Alright, next we have Ninja Gaiden. Uh, if my Japanese serves me correctly, it's uh, Ninja Ryukenden. Which does not... Which is, Gaiden means side story. And this is a Gaiden episode. But in Japanese, it's not called Gaiden. It's Ninja Ryukenden. It looks great. It feels great. This... And having the very first one, which is a... It's a hard game, but it's such a solid game. I think is a great inclusion. Some of the some of the time when you stick on the wall, it doesn't feel that good. But you know, it wasn't. That's just the the original version of the game. They basically got the original ROMs here, and I think it's fantastic that this is included. 
uh, next balloon fight, which is on both versions, uh, NES Classic and Famicom Classic. Uh, bit of beer. And oh look, it's Joust. And I don't know, like, I prefer Joust. I prefer Joust on the 7800 to this game, actually, which is saying something. I don't know, it just doesn't feel that good to me. I don't think it's a great game. I can see why they included it, but yeah. Alright, Pac-Man. We all know what Pac-Man is. Uh, should they have included it on this? Yes. I really like this game. Uh, I think... Uh, you know, Nintendo did not... Sometimes it doesn't include this list on their official listings. Uh, I really just like having Pac-Man. And it's probably not too difficult to license these days. Uh, okay. I don't even know why I'm playing this game. Final Fantasy 2. Um, I have Final Fantasy 1 for the NES. It never came out in the West. I have the, um... Uh, the American version. And I laminated the maps because they were all falling apart. New game... My name is Ah 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 I really want to play through number one first, but it's such a, such a hard sell. Because I'm not an RPG guy, but I recognize it as a classic. Right, uh, The Adventures of Kirby. The, the um, first, it's not the first Kirby game, I think the Game Boy one was first. This is a late NES title, and it really showcases uh, what the full power of the NES could do. I love pretty much everything about Kirby. Um, I also love its difficulty level because that means it's accessible and, you know, if you're just kind of piss-fighting around on your NES, it makes it so much easier to play. Like, the colour palette that they managed to squeeze out of this thing is just phenomenal. Alright, uh, what do we got next? Oh, Makaimura. Uh, what do you call it? Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, yeah, look. This isn't the best version of this game. The, obviously, the arcade version is better. This is... Annoying at best. Incredibly frustrating at worst. Arthur has to rescue Princess Prinprin. That's right, that's her name. I will say this, sometimes I will put this game on just to listen to the frantic music. I do love this tune. I am not good at this game. 
Alright, uh, next we have Mario Open Golf. Now some people are going, why did you include a golf game? Because golf games, especially over here in Japan, were quite popular. Uh, my, uh, my wife's father, uh, late father now, used to play these sorts of games on the Famicom and Super Famicom and even PlayStation and have bets with people as to who would win. And that makes it such an inclusive system. And of course, golf was a very, very popular sport back in the 80s as well, you got to remember. So we'll just um, have a quick go. I think this is actually a pretty solid golf game. A lot better than the original golf, which is a, um, a Pulse title, which is the original run. Uh, you need to unlock stuff, I think. Your caddy is... Oh, you do play as Mario. Your caddy is someone different Japan course here we go it's like normal shot club oh so it plays like a normal golf game a meter will move left then right select left for power right so I'm on the um, let's just say I'm not on the fairway but I missed the bunker and you, have, you can select your club and everything like that. It's a kind of cool game. I kind of like it, but yeah. It, you, I can see why people would be not so understanding as to why it would be on this list. But solid golf game. Probably one of the best for the Famicom. Uh, next we have... Getting towards the end here. Uh, the original Mario Brothers game. Not Super Mario Brothers, just... Plain Mario Brothers. Solid arcade game. Oh, you know, I can see because of who Mario is. And I'm dead. I can see why you would include that game, but man, you just don't need to do it. Alright, down to the last three. We have Metroid, which is on, of course, both. Uh, Metroid was never a really big draw in Japan. Once again, probably because of the... Um, fact that it was on the disc system rather than the original one. And, you know, it's good that you can save. I think there was a password system. Uh, I always play it on the uh, Famicom disc system version because I have the disc. The disc system is better also because it has more sound channels, which means it can generate more sound effects and more music at the same time. Once again, it has a loading screen. Very cute, but goes on, you know, a couple of beats too long because it's not loading anything. But, you know, I suppose it gives you time to have a drink. Then it says set to side B, which it always does because it, uh, loads the initial part of the disc into the RAM. Jeez, uh, it takes a long time. This one's actually quite long. Once again, I already set my, my username, but I hadn't gotten to a save point yet. 
to save in these original games, you actually used to have to die all the way, and it would say either save... Um, or continue. And so you can't just save out of the blue. You need to die first and then choose to save. So this... Of course, it's Metroid. It plays great. It feels great. It looks great. Uh, it sounds great, i got to say. Uh, but it is... It is what it is. I love this game, but I'm not good at it. Alright. Uh, Legend of Zelda 2, Rink no Adventure. So we have the... Um, once again, it's a disc system game, so it has all the, the flourish of... Oh, you're playing a disc system game. Whatever. Cool. Uh, sold by Nintendo. I see this is a very odd system because it you can only input a uh, a name in English not katakana not any Japanese language uh, change to side B yes very cute yes I'm waiting this is actually I'm just reading out what it says uh, now I can see why they included this one both NES Zeldas I think had to be onto it. I'll just play this random encounter. Uh, I have all versions of this game, I think. That's certainly not a bad thing, but it's certainly not my favourite game. I really sat down and tried to play it once, um, but the only version I had at first was the Game Boy... Uh, advanced version and I ended up playing it on a micro and it was just way too small that's the sound they make when they talk of course uh, in this game if you come across the I am error guy it actually literally still says in Japanese I am error watashi wa era desu or something along those lines watashi no namai wa era So it was interesting to prove that. Alright, now, last game, of course, is on both systems. Uh, Rockman 2. Mega Man 2. Once again, I think I have most of the original Rockman series up to 7, except 6? This is the best game to have chosen, I agree. <sighs> I love this game, but I am so not good at it. Just choose Woodman, first of all. Woodman first, because why not? It's not like I'm going to play this game a lot. What I will say is that um, Mega Man's inability to shoot any direction but the way he's facing can be incredibly frustrating. <laughs> but I really do appreciate these games. I love how precise the platforming is, If you know, even if the shooting isn't isn't always great, but you know, it certainly does add to the charm.
And there you go. I've gone through all 30 games. Who would have thunk it? Now, if you go up to the top section, there are different ways to display things. There's the analog television with scan lines. Doesn't look that great. There's the pixel perfect mode, which squeezes everything into a perfect square. I see why they included that mode, because during development, I suppose that's what it would have looked like. But everyone remembers and prefers the 4x3 mode, as pixelated as it is. Uh, you know, there are other options, but it, uh, it really doesn't matter that much. Um, if you want to get the manuals, uh, there's like a QR, uh, QC, whatever it is, like the thing that you just scan on your television will bring you the manual of scans, which is pretty cool. Um, but that's it. All 30 games. Now, my final thoughts. I love this thing. Uh, there are, of course, choices which I would have made differently. But overall, I think it's solid. I love the layout of the system. I think everything works well. I think if you paid in Australian dollars, it would only be like 75 bucks, which is so much better than like the $100 price point and then whatever the fuck the scalpers are charging around the world. Uh, you just don't, you know, if... If you're going to ask me if I'm going to get the NES Classic at one stage, yeah, I might. Uh, maybe when it comes down in price or I see it really cheap after the market's flooded with them and everyone gets one and goes, oh, this is fun for a couple of days. Um, there are games that I want to play all the way through on this system, like um, Castlevania and Metroid. And of course, just kind of piss fighting around with games like uh, Super Mario Brothers and the Sumo game. And of course, my wife loves Dr. Mario. So, all in all, incredibly solid purchase. I'm glad I got it. And thank you very much for listening to Game Life Gaiden. Uh, if you made it all the way to the end and you just heard me like drinking and playing these games and getting stuff wrong, most likely, good on you. I uh, had a bit of fun doing this. I had a lot of fun doing this. My vacation is doing is going quite well. Uh, interestingly, I've already sent home a box of retro games uh, that I've randomly got around places in Guma. And, you know, some other stuff that I kind of picked up. Glasses, uh, you know, like um, drinking glasses, not, you know, not, not reading glasses or anything like that. And just like a couple of random things, which I'll probably do a video of when I get it back uh, to Australia because I sent it by sea mail. Uh, I'm going to head to Tokyo in a few days' time, and I will be doing a podcast with uh, Andrew Elchan Lynch, which I'm really looking forward to. Hopefully I can get this episode up. I've got no idea how I'm going to do that at this stage, but uh, thank you very much for listening. I am AC, and this was Game Life Guidance. Now, how do I turn this off? Gotcha. Gotcha.